For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Final half hour of Tom and Bach. See, we don't need a football season, Bach. I mean, a Nebraska football season. We're sailing along just fine without it. That's right. I mean, there are some other news stories to hit right now <laughs> that we tons, might not have in July. But. There's actually tons of stuff to talk about uh, right now. It's been it's. I love coaching search time. Um, not always with your own school, but it's fun to look at the neighbor's yard and say, well, "Man, look what all the crap is going on in the in that place, man." Like, yeah. How would you feel about you know being Virginia Tech and making your hire today, Brent Pry? And it doesn't like show right. up in the headlines right. on ESPN's college football right. page, really. Yeah, because there's just too much going on with bigger names. Yeah. Well, we remember the hire of Mike Riley. I mean, I remember just going ballistic on the air. Oh yeah. Uh, so it could have been that type of hire here, and we we just go crazy. If it's a bad hire, then we just react to that. If it's a great hire, perceptually, we react to that as well. Uh, tried to bring. We got him right. He's yep, at, yep. Uh, BC of Husker twenty four seven. Hi BC, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Uh, we were talking about uh, potential hires, which we believe might be coming within the next couple of days, maybe an offensive coordinator. And Bach and I kind of debated whether or not Nebraska needs to go splash higher. Like, does this need to be a big name uh, because of where the perception of the program is, or does it just need to be somebody good? Uh, just get the right hire. I mean, everybody always talks himself into it anyway. Um, it feels like around here, no matter who it is. So they'll, even if people have never heard of the person beforehand, um, there'll be, you know, the positive stats will be brought to the surface and, and reasons why it could work. Um, I would probably exercise us to have some caution with that. I'm talking to myself as much as anybody, with having written some pretty glowing stories about hires of such names as Bob Diaco and others of yeah. the past. So um, you do have to be a little careful about it. But, yeah, I mean, it's just got to be somebody who – I think one of the keys is it's it's got to be somebody who can hit the ground on a sprint and you feel like can can tra- whatever his language is or way of operating can translate to the players fast because they don't have time really um, to have this be sort of a start over project or anything like that. So um, I think that's a big part. I've said that I'd kind of like a guy who's maybe been through the Big Ten uh, grind in some form or fashion if that's, uh, you know, something you can get but i don't think that's a deal breaker 
But I do think it is a difficult league sometimes to adjust to calling plays and working around if you haven't been through it before. So, um, you know, we'll see if, if that matters. Uh, the guy, Kirk Sirock, uh down in, uh, you know, he was an OC at Minnesota and um, Penn State for a bit. You know, guys like that kind of interest me, but we'll see where it goes. Are you surprised that it's kind of uh, it's still kind of lasting this long? I, think, I know a lot of people kind of expected over the weekend maybe you'd hear some of this stuff or even you know the players moving on or what, but there's just not a whole lot of news recently. Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, if it pops a day or tomorrow, that's not too bad. I do think if it goes you know to the end of the week or even into the beginning of next week, then you'd have to say a little bit of the reason for moving on from the other coaches within the year is kind of lost because the whole point of that was that the calendar gets sped up uh, with early signing day. And obviously there's a ton of people in the portal right now. So I do think it's important that yes, you get the right guys, but there does have to be some efficiency to these hires too, and getting it done uh, fast because um, you know, you guys want to know who the person coaching them would be if you're looking in the portal at specific spots or recruiting specific spots. So um, I do think, we're going to hear something pretty soon. Um, you know, I know there's been reports, including on our site, about talks with, like, Mickey Joseph going on, um, you know, a wide receivers coach, and I think there's a validity to that, and we'll see if something happens there. I think there's some interesting O-line coach options, including some with Husker connections. You know, I, I know Ryola's name's been mentioned, Donovan Ryola, but also, you know, John Garrison, who coached the O-line here before, has had a really good run since he left the program in the Polini era. So there are some interesting options that also have Husker ties here. I'm not somebody who thinks that has to be the case where they're connected to the program from the past, but uh, it so happens that I think uh, there could be one or two examples where there is that link. BC Husker 24-7, our guest. It's interesting to me that the two guys that, you know, among the you know four coaches fired – uh, that didn't work out were former Nebraska guys, Ryan Held, uh, Greg Austin. We we thought a Nebraska connection would help, but it doesn't always need to be that, right? Just get the best yeah. guy available. At the same time, Mickey Joseph would provide a little spark. I think that might energize the fan base a little bit. Maybe, you know, uh, Tom Herman, for example, would, would and not mm-hmm. that Tom Herman is coming, but that type of name would also uh, revive some interest that needs it right now. Yeah, I mean, you're right, uh, Tom, and Mickey Joseph's a good example of somebody who, if if he does end up here, um, you know, it's not just because he played here. Everybody can look at his resume of late and see, I I get that, you know, like it's pretty obvious why he would be an interesting candidate to bring in and um, have at that position because, I mean, LSU, of course, is loaded with talent, but he's helped bring in some of that talent. He's a very good recruiter. Um, you know, he knows that New Orleans area well, too, uh, that would help Nebraska. And he's done a good job. Maybe they have a lot of skills, but he's developed some guys to really reach uh, reach their highest point, you know, when you think about some of the receivers who have come through LSU. So uh, Mickey Joseph is a guy who uh, scrapped through the profession to get here. If you look at his track record, you know, he began coaching at Omaha North High School in Wayne State, and he spent, you know, a decade or two coaching at smaller schools where a lot of people weren't paying attention to those scores on Saturdays, and he uh, he fought his way up the ladder to get to where he is. So that's there's nothing uh, that's been given with that one. That's that's a guy who's earned uh, his spot where he is, and would be definitely an interesting guy who has creden- credentials. 
Uh, how long are, do you think we we wait for the 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 players, uh, specifically Adrian Martinez? Do you think that that's uh, still up in the air until they find these coaches, or do you do you think that they're just still kind of wrestling with their decisions right now? I I think I don't know that all those are connected to coaches. Maybe in some cases they are. I I really expect you know you're going to see them sort of trickle out, even some this week and then some next week. And um, I thought Ben Stilley after the game had an interesting comment as someone who went through this last year. He said that when the season was ending or near the end of last season, um, he told his friends, "There's like a one percent chance I'm coming back." Like at that point. And he was just sort of getting across the idea that, um, you know, after the season ends and there's a, you know, you get a little quiet or you step away from it a second and you have some converse. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Stations where there's not a lot of noise around you and you can just focus in, you know, sometimes your opinion does shift. And that's why Scott Frost, I think, said last week, you know, there's going to be some guys who walk on Friday who, uh, who, yeah, they're going, and there's some who might come back. And there's some guys who maybe didn't walk who are going to be going. So I think there are important conversations to be had with position coaches. I'm sure there's some guys who are waiting it out to see, okay, who would be coaching me and what does this look like? What's my vibe from them? Um, but I do think, you know, within the next few days and the next week, you're going to get an answers to a couple big ones. And I would say Damian Daniels on the defensive side is as large as Adrian is on the offensive side. I, I just think they missed him so much the last two games. And maybe it's time for him to go, but boy, if he came back to Nebraska, that would be a that would be a monster thing for that defense. And I'm wondering how many of these guys are waiting to you know see who their coaches might be on the offensive side of the ball before they make a decision. Uh and yet if you're Scott Frost, you gotta win now. Uh but you're also building for the future that you think is so close. Uh, so does that mean you just look at the roster if you're, you know, Scott Frost going after an OC and say, this is what we need based on the skill set of this team? Yeah, I mean, I think I think he's going to have about five, six portal additions this year. Um, I think that's, that's going to be a real thing with this roster. And they've got to be spots that where three or four of them are – you know, triples or home run type players. Like basically think about Samore Toure. He was a home run, I would say, like mm-hmm. as a guy you got in the portal. They're going to need like three or four of those guys at different positions, I think, to really make this thing go. They're going to have to be immediate impact guys. They're going to have to fit in, not with the recruiting class that they're bringing in, but with the young talent you already have, like the Rhymers, the, you know, the Nick Henriches. You know, Quinton Newsom, who can you package around those guys and, and make this thing really fly? So that's going to be the big, the big thing. Yeah. What do you think? Are, who do you think are the build, biggest building blocks uh, for this team moving forward? If, if you, you know, if, if all these guys did end up leaving, uh, we kind of made a list earlier. Maybe Cam Jurgens, Luke Reimer, kind of the tops of our list. Yeah. I mean, Jurgens, uh, you know, you really hope he comes back because he's the one. 
I, I think some people really focused in for fair reason on, you know, a few years back to snap problems. And sometimes we write snorry stories in our heads on guys and that's the way it is. Cam Jurgens had a very good year and he, he covered a lot of people's uh, flaws on that O-line. I mean, think about how many times they had him pulling out to save the bacon of his offensive tackles, you know, to put another body on a rush end. And I mean, that not every center can do that. So Cam Jurgens is a guy, I think he's going to come back, but you need him back. You'd love Damian Daniels back. Um, a guy who I think's coming back and has showed no signs that he's leaving, but I think is really critical is Caleb Tanner. I think Caleb had his by far best season of football, and I always wondered if the light was going to turn green for him, and I think it did this year. And I, I know he had a couple plays that kind of got in the way that were really unfortunate, including in week one. But uh, he's a guy who I think is going to, you can build around. But in the portal, I still think, you, if I mean, everybody's looking for him, but they've got to find that a rush end presence that they can add to this thing where – a guy who can turn things on its ear by getting you know, eight, nine sacks next year and, and really change the whole course of a game with the pressure he can bring. Hey, BC, a college football question for you uh, because it's been interesting. Uh, you had Brian Kelly leave for what's perceived to be, at least now, a, a worse job, certainly a worse team in LSU from Notre Dame, and you had Lincoln Riley leave from one of the premier jobs in college football for USC. Uh, you know, a, a blue blood, but certainly not in the shape that Oklahoma is. Is that just the way it's going to be in college football, you think, going forward? My best read on both those situations is there's two guys who are starting to wonder, am I sort of rerunning the same story every year with these teams? Like, if you look at Lincoln Riley's track record, I know he'd only been there four or five years or whatever it was, but they were all like the same seasons. They would lose two games. They would get basically about fifth in the country, and there was sort of a ceiling there. And you kind of get the vibe that maybe Lincoln Riley just wasn't as keen on the move to the SEC as some other people in that program, you know, some of the people at the top. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think he sees, like, I can go out to the Pac-12 with this offense, and it's going to be new out there. And um the competition's not as stiff, and I can win a lot of games, and that's a proud program. This is the time to make that move. And then at Notre Dame, I mean, Notre Dame's been constantly good, but they've kind of been stuck in the same chair, you know, where it feels like they're in that sort of fifth to tenth spot. And Brian Kelly's like all of us. He watches every week and sees all the noise the SEC gets and all that. He thinks he's one of the best coaches in the country and obviously has an ego, which you would expect. And it's like, let's, I want to go down there and show I can win there, and I, I can be better than Saban. Like, I, I think a lot of it just comes down to that. Like, people kind of are like, eh, I need something new. I just need a change of scenery. And that, that I do think that's going to happen more than we used to see, and uh, this is the tipping point probably. Do you think that – or do you have a problem with the way that, you know, some of these guys are getting criticized for leaving? I mean, Brian Kelly sent a text and then only met with his team for 10 minutes and all that. But is is there a proper way to do this? I mean, I I, I know everybody always gets no. criticized, but it's just it, – it, that's a hard thing to do. Yeah, you're right. I, I – yeah, is anybody ever going to be happy when you leave, like, Oklahoma for – you know, everybody who's an Oklahoma fan is going to think, why the heck would you leave Oklahoma? You know, it, that's always a feeling of a fan base. And some guys handle it better than others. I kind of, I don't know. Maybe you guys have a different opinion. I saw he met for 11 minutes today, Brian Kelly, with those guys. 
That sounds about right to me. Like if I'm in a room uh, as a player and the coach comes in, eleven real time minutes. That's 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 about enough. You know, he there's probably some people in that room that don't even want to be there. That's like, okay, buddy, just you can head out. And uh, you know, he said his piece, and and you move on. I mean, that's is it always fair to the to the kids? No, but I mean, that's every every frame of life has that. Like you you know, you get a job somewhere, and then the the boss leaves, and I mean that 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 just happens. So I I, I don't get as fired up about it as some yeah. people. Hey, great stuff, BC. Uh, you warned me last week. Don't get excited. They beat Green Bay. I got excited, and uh, the Vikings let us down again. That's what they do. Yeah. Well, we'll see if uh, we can uh, beat the Lions. I, I have a weird feeling that could be, uh, I don't know. Though that seems like a Lions first win or something, and yeah. you're just like, okay, I, I really yeah. got to get away from this Vikings team. That's right. Well, every game with the Vikings are kind of like the Huskers. They're a one-score game uh, waiting yeah. to happen, and it's uh, – it's usually just 50-50. Flip a coin and you'll you'll see what happens. Good stuff. Uh, thanks, BC. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, Brian Christofferson, Husker 24-7. Let's get the break and finish out with the pregame coming up next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.